All right, welcome everyone to another weekly AMA. Uh, it's the 8th of July for most of you. Some of you, it's the 9th. And uh, yeah, we're busy as ever. We've got our ambassador program off to a good start. Um, so basically the idea of this program is that we want to have kind of a critical mass of information flowing into our Discord. Like most people cannot, you know, we said this from the start, can't be all over the place. They, you know, have one or two Discords that they spend most of their time in. And so, you know, we want all of that information being funneled over here. And by kind of having ambassadors, you get to, you know, do what you're doing anyway. You know, champion some of the projects that you really believe in. Give us all the information. Uh, and help kind of cultivate partnerships, get them involved in our poker, poker tournaments, let us getting involved in, you know, games and metaverse platforms and stuff that they're doing. Uh, and just, you know, reminding ourselves that Web3 really is about inter-community activities. So uh, I think that's great. Uh, our ambassadors basically break down into two different categories. We have kind of community ambassadors um, to other NFT projects. Um, and we have... Metaverse platform ambassadors and how they differ slightly, of course, is that the Metaverse platform ones hopefully will be, you know, trying to help people get onboarded into those games because sometimes like, you know, the first time using Minecraft can be quite difficult for some people getting into those, uh, just kind of downloading them, you know, and getting started. So there's that uh, and maybe just doing some kind of cocktail events or whatever, whatever, whatever the virtual version of that is. So that's ambassador program. Um, on the research side of things, I think we've pretty much set up our Discord. We've got a, new, a couple of new things going on. So, uh, you know, we, we got the core channel set up last week. Now we've been just been layering in some of more, you know, news channels, Nansen.ai is giving us their research and stuff like that as well. Um, I just spoke to NFT nerds, so we're working out kind of like a discount partnership program with them as well. Uh, we have a new bot from NFT Go, which is really fun. Uh, if you go, go down to bots and alerts, you'll see that this is a, a pretty powerful bot for pulling up a quick amount of information uh, that you may want to use. Uh, so I'm very happy with where the Discord is overall and also how many people have volunteered to be researchers and stuff. And, you know, if you want to get involved in research, help us write something. Maybe you don't want your own channel, but you want to be kind of helping, you know, others do DJ and plays and things like that. Uh, you should certainly, you know, open a ticket let us know, get involved, because that is probably our biggest strength. You know, most people talk about kind of the power of their community, uh, and yet I think so few of them really weaponize them in, in the level we have. Uh, because I believe in all of you. You know, you put your trust in me, I put my trust in you, it goes both ways. Uh, and now that kind of the website's been updated, Sidon and Cyril have done a fantastic job. We do have a bit more tweaking to do um, on the kind of holdings reporting section. You know, we just want to kind of get that a bit more updated. Uh, and Bella and I want to also work with Sidon on kind of independent auditing on you know, the small amounts of money and stuff like that, just so people can really get a very transparent snapshot uh, at any time of the stuff we're doing. But now that that's pretty much done, we're going to be moving heavily into uh, our arbitrage plays, uh, which will mean, you know, very much Parker, myself, clever name, Escobar. Uh, we will be looking or volume plays, especially in established projects, right? You know, and you heard on today, for those of you joined on today's Twitter space with the office, uh, we're not the only ones that think that way, right? There are a lot of opportunities if we watch things like, you know, other side, doodles, creeps, uh, projects that have a lot of interest 
and just wait for those kind of ways for us to be able to ride them. So, uh, you know, those of you who are researchers who also want to help with arbitrage, uh, again, for those of you who can't see, you know, I'm going to just do a little screenshot over here for those of you who are not mentors and researchers. I'm going to post this in Cafe Voice Text. Uh, you know, we do, we do have all of those sections where we kind of work out all that info, and then in the corresponding sections down below, we post, uh, we post that information uh, as summaries. So, you know, if you want to be helping kind of really funnel all this data and help us make sure that we don't miss out on anything, you know, please let us know. Also, we will be asking for some of the researchers, uh, five of them or ten of them, to help us with whitelist uh, spots. In other words, uh, you know, the council has a lot of responsibilities already. So when we do allocate whitelist spots to the council, uh, not for themselves, but for the DAO to maybe take a position, uh, we are going to ask, you know, five other people maybe have a second wallet or don't mind having a second wallet and a second Discord. That's usually the requirement, a second wallet and a second Discord. Uh, you know, to help us mint those and then buy our kind of direction and you know, sell them at the appropriate time. So, uh, you know, if that's something that you're able to do, uh, please, and you are a researcher already, please just tag me in the Research Squad channel uh, and we will, you know, kind of pick five people based on time zones and stuff like that. Uh, as I said, it's between five to ten people we're going to need. Um, okay. Um, so yeah, so arbitrage is going to become a big thing for us. We still haven't been able to get our noun. We're going to give that another week. Um, mostly because there is such a small supply over there, and it's quite clear that there are three whales um, who are consolidating. Uh, and so it's not like, oh, damn, you know, we just missed it. You know, it's if, if these three whales get their kind of the full the, the amount that they want, you know, supply and demand, it should go back to the 80 range, at least for a bit. Uh, John Carlos of that opinion as well. So, you know, let's give it another week. Uh, you know, as we see more opportunities, you know, if we really get into arbitrage and we need the money for other things, then we'll do that. We'll vote on that. You know, it's, it's always a possibility. But right now, I still think, you know, we're heavily involved in the Yugo ecosystem. It will be good for us uh, to have, you know, a noun which is out, out of that as well, but really, you know, there for the long term and fits our whole agenda. Um, Okay, um, merchandise. So our Shopify store is nearly ready. Um, Cereal's been doing a great amount of uh, work checking that for us. I want to show you, for those who haven't seen, I'm going to use this for our newsletter anyway. Um, this is a professional shot. I'm going to post it in Cafe Voice Text. This is a professional shot of one of the four original prototypes. Now, we're, we're thinking that we're probably going to be selling these before shipping for about between a, a 150 to 100, 180 range. That's kind of the expected range. We'll see, but it's, it's going to be in that range. Uh, these are six inches. And uh, yeah, you know, we, we're doing them in very small batches of 25. And, uh, you know, anyone who wants them can get them. Uh, and then we also are working out a number of deals with hoodie providers and stuff like that, but without us having to kind of outlay a lot of costs. So, you know, I think, I think our Shopify is going to be really cool. And now that we're CCO, it's making their lives a hell of a lot easier too. So that's happening. Uh, I also submitted, you know, an initial form to um, Yuga Labs uh, for their SDK program, which is kind of the ability to make skins and ornaments and stuff like that for other, D, for other side. 
I think that's going to be kind of a long-term play for us. But I think it can be very, very profitable because if we're on in the ground floor and leveraging our really amazing location, uh, I think that, you know, that could be a really good moneymaker. It's what I saw in Second Life a lot. It's what we're already seeing, you know, with Decentraland and, and a few people who are providing high quality items over there. But I think, you know, it's a matter of scale, right? The more, you know, when, when you look at the ecosystem of like um, Fortnite, you know, if there's like a, a 2 million players, you know, maybe 100K are spending good money every week on skins. And so you've got that return customer base, but you also really only have to pay for the item once, right? So let's say we make a limited edition, you know, Dark Knight skin uh, and just choose to cap it at 1,000 and we price whatever at, you know, 500 bucks or even 50 bucks, right? So 50 times 1,000, you know, it's, that's good money. And yet it probably only costs us either a profit sharing arrangement with a designer who's a fat cat holder, or we just go to Fiverr and get it commissioned, right? Or we, I don't even go to Fiverr. I go to some of the, the artists I know in Second Life and some of those places and say, you know, how much does it cost for you to make this? They'll probably charge us about 150 bucks. Uh, so yeah, you know, we've, and in fact, the people who make our toys for us could already do that for us. So, you know, the main thing is we're leveraging our location, our community, our ability, you know, to brand and Twitter and all of that. And getting kind of going to have first move advantage over there. So I'm, I'm going to be taking that very seriously because that is how I made a lot of money uh, in Second Life already. Um, and, you know, uh, you know I, keep, I keep saying this, but I'm going to say it again. You know, the part that I think I'm probably going to be remembered for over here, where a lot of founders will not, is that whenever I think of doing something else, being advised to something else or, or, or creating another venture, I want to do it as Fat Cats as the holding company, right? Like... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm employed here. I assume Fat Cats will give me my fair shake, my profit sharing, whatever, when we said incubator deals or advisory deals or different things. That's how I want to structure it so that it's not just, you know, Fat Cat holders are promised to get, you know, free drops, you know, or whitelist spots and stuff like that, which is the business model for Llamaverse and so many others. Uh, instead, over here, it's Fat Cats is the holding company. When we do derivatives, when we do other ventures, you know, the Fat Cat's holding company earns from that. Uh, and I think that it, that is a much better way to go long term because then it allows us to pivot and move to whatever venture makes the most sense. You know, those, you know, don't know the history of Berkshire Hathaway. It was a cotton mill, right? And it went, it didn't do too well, right? Most cotton mills and clothing companies uh, that were producing cotton in America, you know, it, it started going overseas. And uh, Warren Buffett basically had turned it into a holding company where the underlying companies were making profit. And, you know, he basically shut down the cotton production, but the holding company still remained. And I think that that is how we should be looking at kind of this trust that we're setting up. Still reviewing the whole trust situation. I'm sorry, I don't have a quicker answer on that. It does take time. Um, but yeah, we want to be thorough with that. I also just got an email today from OpenSea. Um, OpenSea is looking into why I keep getting rejected as the deployer. I think I know the answer. I think they just don't want to verify old established accounts anymore because they want a clean, a clean um, blue check mark, right? Like it, it, it means that <laughs> they're basically lazy, okay? Let's, let's be honest. If they give me a blue check mark, it means I have to go look over my track record, see that I didn't make any big boo-boos. Uh, they could open them up to litigation. So what I think the response they may come back with is, uh, and this will be fine, they'll say to me, look, please do a fresh deployment. In other words, I will set up another Gnosis, uh, sorry, I'll set up another uh, cold storage on my Grid Plus. 
move over the goblin cats and the fat cats to a new deployer, then verify that new deployer, and then try and get a blue check mark that way. Again, I don't think the fact we don't have a blue check mark is the end of the world, but I know it's important. I take it seriously too. And so, you know, it has remained uh, a matter that we're looking into. Um, okay, we have our liquidity pool. The council voted to increase the liquidity pool, so it's now at 7.6 ETH. Um, we will, we're also going to have a bot in the server that will show when people default. Uh, so feel free, you know, to check over there as well. You can actually see it already. If you go down to bots, um, you can see Pine Loans. And so that will soon show if people kind of default or not. So you can just kind of check, hey, you know, did I forget? Is it my turn? Whatever. Because remember, we do give the two days grace. So we've increased it to 7.6. Because as we noticed, most of the community are choosing to, um, you know, use this as, as kind of ongoing leverage use the money that they got out, right? Like basically for people that, you know, minted, they've basically got their capital out now, right? And, uh, and then they're using that capital to continue to do trades and they're just paying the very fair, you know, interest of 1.05%. So, you know, we think that's great. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a good safe income for the DAO as well, uh, but it's on a small amount of money. So it's primarily purpose of this liquidity pool is a utility to our holders. And I think it's a very damn good one. So wrote about that um okay let's see what else okay also uh, i'd like to say that we've now got uh, for the ambassadors we've got their own channel uh, if anyone else wants to come and be an ambassador do please let us know just open a ticket we'll add you to kind of the pending list and then once a week when we have our council meeting, we ratify who should be uh, approved. Uh, and, you know, it's not a permanent posting either. So, in other words, if you get busy, no shame in that. Let us know, you know, we'll remove you as an ambassador. But the key point, as I said before, is to really create inter-community um, connections, keep us informed about what's going on over there, keep us up to date with, you know, their, their future plans, uh, ideas, get them involved in our poker tournaments, you know, onboard us into the games and different things. That is the beauty of Web3, and that is the luxury of Fat Cats being very much, as we've always said, premium toilet paper. So let's use that to our advantage. Um, okay, and um, we are going to also get another calendar. If you scroll down, you'll see there's something called Freeman's calendar. Nadia is doing an incredible job with the Fat Catsman calendar, which takes um, all the items in our catnip store plus everything from the John Carlo curated calendar, right? We have access to the John Carlo curated calendar. It's also how we do a lot of our shopping. Um, you know, although their standards are so high, I'm usually only able to get us like wider spots from half of those projects. But even so, it's still good to know when they're minting. So Nadia is doing a great job keeping that updated. It's much harder than one would think because projects often change last minute of their mint dates. They don't tell you. And most websites are not up to date. I mean, even NFT scorings and nerds, unfortunately, their calendars are usually a little bit out of date. So Nadia is doing a fantastic job. And if you want to be informed, she tags the marketplace tag. So if you go down to Fat Cat's mint calendar, you'll sit on the marketplace. And then we've got a free mint calendar, which is going to be done by um, Gladiator and Timely Fashion. So uh, they will keep kind of, you know, tabs and that updated, you know, as best we can. And then, you know, we're doing it in two structures. So we have a 
um, kind of like a updated list that keeps getting modified. And then whatever's minting that day or tomorrow, uh, they will ping the role. In that case, they'll ping the alpha role uh, so that you can be informed. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, because I keep missing all these DJ plays as well. I keep calling them, <laughs> you know, to toot my horn over here. I do keep calling a lot of them and then I forget to mint myself and it's terrible. So we do not want that. Um, we got a gift as well this week from um, the garage. Uh, the council is pretty much united on that. You know, it's like not something we had planned to hold. So we're probably going to flip that. Um, just confirming that. Um, okay. There are going to be two new protocols go uh, proposals going up today. Um, you, I will post when we, when we do those on Snapshot. One of them is uh, the incredible work that Bella and the rest of the council did, which was, you know, to really outline the protocol so that you are all aware of how we are making our decisions uh, and how we're able to both move fast but also be thorough. Um, I, I, you know, a special mention, as I say, to Bella and Escobar. Escobar for really, you know, saying, guys, you know, we can be more professional, we can do better, and, and, and Bella actually working out how the hell that, you know, what that would actually look like. So, you know, congrats to both of them and much obliged. And, you know, they keep me in check, and so that's important because uh, I move whatever, 5,000 miles an hour sometimes. Uh, and then I'm also going to be posting uh, a formal ratification to the original um, portfolio breakdown. Uh, it's nothing new. It's what's been in all of the newsletters. Uh, but, you know, we want to add it as an addendum to the original uh, portfolio breakdown vote. Uh, and then the last thing is Goblin Cats. We want to give you a little bit of alpha over here. Um, so... Goblin Cats will be going live for its season two component uh, starting Wednesday. Uh, what that means, so, you know, we've, we really feel that, you know, spending money on transaction fees is a terrible waste. Uh, and Caleb and I felt that, you know, look, it's very easy for us to update the metadata. And so instead of actually having to do a burn, you know, because when you look at the ratios, right, you can, for the different vials, 2, 3, 5, 10, 15, 20, or a legendary or three specials, if you're doing a burn for, for a vial with 20, the gas would be enormous because literally every burn is its own transaction. Even if it's aggregated, uh, you know, with, with certain kind of hacks that can be done, it still costs a lot of money, right? It still is, you know, you know doing 20, uh, 20 of them. And so... The, the easiest solution was really to do one very simple transaction uh, whereby, you know, it's all heavily done on the website side. It's selecting your, your goblin. It's going to change the metadata uh, and then you'll get a, a, new, uh, a new NFT coming out of that. So the metadata will be updating whereby all of the goblin cats now are going to get a new tag that says alive. Uh, and then once they've been used, they'll be dead. Uh, and when you go over to the interface, let me show you something cool. Uh, let me see if I can get this from Caleb. Okay, so you'll be able to select like this. And don't worry, it's foolproof. So we're not going to put a whole long explanation over there because you literally can't screw up unless you try to do it directly from the contract. But if you do, we'll have, we'll have the record and we'll be able to help you about with that. Uh, but yeah, have a look in Cafe Voice text. Uh, this, is, this is how it's going to look like on the website. So in other words, let's say you choose Envy, it will say select three, and it's going to mark if it's special or legendary so that you don't kind of by mistake, you know, choose those, right? I mean, you can, it's going to be up to you. 
but you will you know, be given fair warning. Uh, and then as I say, once you've selected, it's gonna be like literally a simple transaction and we'll be centralizing the metadata for that week. This burn will only go on for a week. There may be future burns, uh, but this burn itself will only be a full for a week and you will only be able to make these vials during that week, right? So if, even if we do future burns, it will not be uh, for, the same, for the same thing, right? We intend to do multiple seasons over here. There's a lot coming on for the vials themselves that I really do not want to <laughs> fund the experiment by telling you too much because as I've said before, uh, this is, you know, this is not, uh, <laughs> this is not um, a, uh, no, it's not accurate, NATO. It's just an example. This is not a, um, yeah, let me just mark that. Um, you know, this, this is not fat cats. Fat cats, as, you know, as Brett has often said to me, right? Uh, or if you listen to the AMA I did with Brett, you know, we, we kind of fed our own uh, selves in fat cats by giving so much information, right? Because all the real utility is a little bit boring. You can't make that story that gets you a 10 floor, right? That's the beauty of something like a Zuki. You know, you, you drop enough mystery and then you let the community run with it and the community goes wild and starts pumping the floor and everything like that. Fatcats is such a high utility project and we're so transparent and open about it because we really feel that we're building, you know, best practices from the financial world. We're going to be a future kind of, you know, financial empire over here that we have to build it that way. Uh, but the beauty of something like Goblin Cats is it's a full-blown degen play. Come play or don't play, you know, up to you. Save the cats, burn the cats, up to you. Not feeling it, you are feeling it. All the different strategic things all the different variables, how many do you burn, which do you burn, what do you burn, that's all up to you. And we ourselves don't really know the answers to all of that. We know the plans for the different kinds of things that the different seasons will provide, uh, and, uh, but we don't know how you are going to decide to use those variables. So that's all up to you. So that's the offer for Goblin Cats. But yeah, you, there's no need to rush crazily. There will be a week, but literally after that week that's the end you will not be able to create these vials you might have future uh, burning opportunities uh, for your goblin cats but yeah uh, and also the the kind of the dead goblins might also have a future utility right there you know there's we're hoping that that itself will be a secondary market right where you know maybe the floor on the live ones will be a certain price and on the dead ones will be another price that that itself will be fun uh, but i can say that there might be an extra set of utility for that. Uh, you know, take it as you want. I, well, let's put it like this. Caleb, Caleb once said to be, uh, I'm just cognitive of time, but if he gets his way, there will be quite a bit of extra utility as well for the dead ones. So, you know, play with those kind of speculative things as you like, uh, but most of all, enjoy, enjoy the plot, enjoy the story, uh, enjoy the experience. Uh, we're having a hell of a fun time with it as well. Um, okay, so those are the core points uh, for this week's AMA. Parker, Bella, clever name, anything you want to add? Any questions, anyone? Please tag me in Cafe Voice Text if you do. Excited about the ambassador program. I think that's going to be a great one and just keeping a pulse on different projects, not just the tangible aspects of those projects, but kind of the intrinsic value you get from just being around the groups inside the discord and on twitter trying to pull up that sentiment of that community and see 
you know, forthcoming if it's going to be a good one or long term. And, and so really excited for that. And the holding company, as you say, that, that gets me the most excited. But everything sounds good. Yeah. And, and you, know, you know, with all the fad about this being a bear market, with all, you know, we've, you know, we've said this numerous times that many projects are pretty much going to go die out, go bankrupt, fall asleep, you know, just go silent. There are, there are enough good projects around that even if we're just partnering with those and keeping tabs on them, we need a fleet of ambassadors, just like we need a fleet of researchers and a fleet of mentors. You know, and, and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm so happy uh, that we set our expectations realistically from the very start about being a full-blown volunteer community uh, because, you know, there is just information overload in the space. The combination of the amount of information, the speed, people experimenting with different ideas, you, you really do, you know, we really do love that aspect of people shilling their bags, right? If, you know, we've got so many holders over here who are crazy about silks and we love them in sharing their information. I'm also glad that they, you know, don't have, have such a low self-esteem that when we say, well, that's awesome, but no, thank you, uh, you know, that they throw hissy fits. Some projects are almost fanatical in that sense. Uh, the same goes for East Lizards, right? Our representation from East Lizards is amazing over here. And just because I've got a direct connection to the founders doesn't mean I'm seeing all of the announcements and stuff. And so I'm missing stuff too. Um, you know, we've got OG connections with WGMI, Magic Mushroom Clubhouse, Recon Rams. Uh, we have you, know, you and Lazy Lions. Uh, we have quite a number of our people in Doge Pound, Hooligans and stuff. So just keeping tabs on these 30, 40 projects um, is, is, is easier said than done. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very happy about this program too. Perfect. I'll leave the floor for anybody else who's got questions or yeah, comments from the other guys. I see something. I'm being tagged in Cafe Voice Text. Um, how many seasons are planned for Goblin Cats? Uh, there is no set number. There is no set number right now. Um, I think the, the idea is, uh, from Caleb's point of view, that we're going to, <laughs> that we're going to keep taking it where we can uh, and, and let it run its natural course. But um, I, I think, you know, we have to give Caleb a lot of credit over here because Caleb is vastly, vastly different than most creators in the space. And that is that Caleb is not just trying to, you know, say, okay, I've done, like, you know, when, I, when you contract a lot of the, the, the art designers over here, it's like, okay, I made this season, it's done, I'm finished moving on. I've got, you know, a lot of creators are like, I want to move on to some other things and ooh, shiny, you know, something else is exciting on. You know, Caleb wants to nurture this baby and he has a number of ideas for his own project that I, can, I can't tell you more about right now that's going to link into Goblin Cats, going to link back into Fat Cats. Uh, and, you know, Caleb is very humble in the sense that we're looking at what the coolest things are going on, right? This is a derivative play. The fact that it's a derivative play means that we can shamelessly keep copying the coolest things in the meta right now. And <laughs> that's part of the fun that we're having. So we're hijacking other people's ideas and then executing them beautifully, in my hum not so humble opinion. Uh, and so to answer your, uh, answer your question, Bella, uh, we don't know, but at least a few more. But you know what, uh, I, I would say this about any other DJ and play, uh, and so I'm going to say it for us as well, take profits, people, okay? If you got in minted Goblin Cats, 
if you you know if you getting if you've got a, like a hundred or fifty or forty whatever, take some profits. Uh, I think that that is you know really important, um, and so you know that that will take away a lot of the pressure because this is after all a DGEN play. We've pitched it as a DGEN play, and uh, you know if you don't take profits, other people will, and the floor could move quite quickly. So yeah. Bella, did you want to add anything? Have a name? No, nothing to add. Awesome. I'm in the. I'm listening attentively. I'm just in the middle of cooking, so I can't really add too much. Nice. What's for dinner? <laughs> uh, barbecue chicken and uh, broccoli. There we go. There we go. This is how you keep your 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 and your kids' minds sharp, right? Excellent, excellent. Um, cool. And, uh, you know, clever name, you know, it's, it's nice to have you as an ambassador for ETH Lizard, for example, because, you know, even if we're a completely different uh, investment system to them, right, like the, meaning the asset class we're choosing to invest in is entirely different, the best practices of governance are not, right? And so if we can learn from others who are doing similar things in the space, uh, I think that is, you know, certainly certainly something we want to consider. And, you know, I see in the audience we have uh, our friends from today's AMA, you know, dudes from the office. We've got Ying Yang. Um, you know, we're very close to Midnight Labs. Uh, we're very close to Metaverse HQ and Magma. Any best practices over there, we will for sure give them credit, but we are shamelessly going to integrate it, right? Because we are all winging it over here. You know, as, as Brett said in a recent video, there are no NFT experts yet. It's just too new. Uh, there are people that know about investing. There are people who've had success as technical analysts, um, value investors, uh, have built teams from the bottom up and stuff like that. Sure, you know, there are some people in a better place, but we're all really exploring and seeing what works. Uh, and, you know, some of our own screw-ups along the way with protocols were, you know, like, oh, shit, like, how do you reconcile speed uh, with, you know, with, with good governance and protocols and stuff like that? And we're, we're all winging it. We're all winging it. And you've been an amazing community uh, that have really kind of, you know, taken it in, in, in good stride and in good faith and assumed it, you know, it wasn't meant, uh, you know, in any malicious kind of way. So I think that that is so, so very important. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to Jev and Phantom. Jev and, uh, sorry, Jev and Ranger um, have won the bid for Billionaire Coyote Cartel. Uh, for those who are not following that story, Billionaire, Coyote Cartel, and Mutant Cats uh, were the most similar OGs to what Fat Cats were building. But Billionaire, Coyote Cartel's founders, you know, made it no big secret that they really wanted to get out of the project. Uh, and, um, you know, soft drugs aside, I don't know if there's going to be litigation or not, but they were willing to kind of have a peaceful transfer. And so they put out a kind of a competition or, or community vote for people to foot forward ten tenders to take over the project, take over the contract, uh, absorb the rest that potentially mint, and were given eight ETH to do so. Uh, and um, we put forward the motion kind of that, look, it doesn't serve fat cats to completely absorb Billionaire Coyote Cartel. There's just too much upset over there, you know, because then kind of they would just transport, you know, the, those who are left over, they would just transport their expectations onto us. Uh, but where, but Jev and and Ranger taking over, these are kind of community heroes, right? These are people who hold the bags. They're just trying to do good by it. 
And so we're going to be helping them as best we can. What that practically means is we're going to include them in our poker. We're going to give them access to our alpha and a lot of the channels over here. They can kind of, you know, funnel it back there. We don't mind. Uh, they are also going to kind of do what SharkDAO does with NounDAO, whereby they will be buying some fat cats, some goblin cats to use as kind of prizes over there and also for their, you know, safe their vault because, you know, there's not much you could do with ADETH, but, you know, by having a few fat cats, they're at least kind of fulfilling that promise to be in blue chips, which is one of the central premises of Billionaire Coyote Cartel. Also, kind of they want to build a track record again, and so they can maybe mint a bit more and raise a bit more money. So we're going to give them our support. We are going to work out a way to handle, we're not giving them extra catnip, but we do want to give them their allocation uh, in a way that's functional for them so that they can kind of give that over to their to their members because they have no collaboration department they're getting no wiper spots so we want to kind of you know let them use that as a utility to be able to raffle some of our spots we just don't want to drive our mentors either crazy with kind of the the admin side of things so we're trying to work out the best way to do that um, and also you know we've got this really great collaboration team i want to give them a shout out as well serial nadia pineapple uh, Ruffle Shark and so many others like Escobar and um, Zico who are always presenting kind of other projects for us to look into, you know, we are able to make the request that, hey, you know, we also are very close to Billionaire Kyoto Cartel. Can we have a raffle for them? We've started doing that. We're going to be doing that for the Goblin Cats holders too. Um, and so, you know, that is something we can certainly get as an extra utility and help them out. And, you know, again, Saving them helps a lot because a lot of these people that, you know, might otherwise feel like hurt and just leave, we don't want them to leave the crypto space. We don't want them to leave NFTs. Um, one other thing with the, the Goblin Cats that I, I should mention, our friend Cameron, who is the founder of WAP, is working on the ability for us to verify based on a trait, a specific trait. Why that is important is as soon as that is done, the catnip allocated to the goblin cats and the alpha channel uh, goblin cats litter box will only go to the goblin cats that are still alive, right? So as we said, the dead goblin cats will have other potential utility down the road. We want them to have their own price and stuff, but that catnip will not, you know, go to just any goblin cat. So, you know, make use of that while you can, but do please understand that ultimately when we say the goblin cat roll gets 100 catnip and access to the goblin cat's litter box, that is for alive goblin cats. The dead goblin cats will still be able to get into the server. We think that if they found one of our derivatives, you know, they probably are kind of people who understand the space. And so we're more than happy to have them in our Discord uh, and most of the channel that they can get over there. Um, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Yin Yang. Uh, cool. All right, everyone. Well, that's that's the news update. Um, yeah, I will get the newsletter started. I'm a little bit behind with that. My apologies. Uh, but yes, it has been a very fun, interesting week. And uh, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Uh, and I am excited to get back into alpha calls and arbitrage uh, because, you know, I, <laughs> I make much more money doing that than I do, um, you know, doing administration. But, you know, this is kind of the father figure obligational kind of thing, right? I, we have to get our, um, our machine running well, and then I can come hang with you in the cafe, you know, three, four hours a day and do those DJ plays as well. But, you know, similarly to our friends at the office, Parker, myself and Escobar, uh, we, we are going to be following those projects that we've already got an eye on, right? You know, Doodles, 
other side, uh, etc. Because you know those are opportunities for us to, you know, play into high volume while also knowing that you know if if we make a, a mistake over there, you know the potential loss is whatever 20, 40, 50 percent. It's not going to zero, right? You know, just because we we don't want to hold cool cats now as our long-term portfolio and get married to them like we would Coca-Cola or Nike doesn't mean Cool Cats is going bankrupt tomorrow, next week, or even in a few months, right? You know, the slow death of some of those uh, early OGs that have raised a lot of money, uh, you know, might indeed be quite slow. When I said that I think we're going to see a number of bankruptcies, soft drugs, and transfers over the next three months, uh, that's mostly from the season two types, with the exception of maybe uh, artists that are just exhausted. Uh, I get the sense, unfortunately, that my friends over at Subtux, for example, I think the team's a little bit burnt out, or at the very least, uh, Frankie Nines is, uh, and, and that does seem to be the case with another number of artists. I am starting to hear rumblings uh, between artists uh, the, who are using the vocabulary of, you know, I didn't realize this was going to be a life sentence. And um, yeah, that's, that's worrying. Um, also, we are keeping our eye a lot more on generative art. Uh, Giancarlo brought this to our attention, and I think um, he's quite right to do so. In other words, you know, people have often asked, what is our opinion on legendaries, or, or kind of, not legendaries, uh, one of one pieces, you know, like Beeple and stuff. Uh, our stance has always been that is really for the rich and famous, there's not enough eyes on it. I am concerned that super rare is the most illiquid market. However, the kind of the middle ground to that is uh, the generative art collectibles. Uh, art blocks are doing amazing things. Nadia is keeping an eye over there on the drop calendar. I recommend you all subscribe to their newsletter on their website because they will update you when they've got drops. They even break their drops into three different categories. The ones that you really want to be watching are the curated collections. They have already a almost two-year history of uh, doing very nicely. Uh, and that team takes, you know, takes that situation very seriously as well. So uh, I, I think that, you know, although we haven't kind of yet entered the, the era of uh, metaverse platforms where people have museums and so can flex like that, right, we still are a profile picture flexing ecosystem because we all hang out in Twitter. I do think that the middle of the road is Instagram is being used more and more for NFTs. And I would not be surprised if we start to see the likes of Snoop Dogs and others create kind of, you know, uh, galleries on their Instagram with their squiggle chromes and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we're going to walk tentatively over there. We're going to probably treat them as well as arbitrage plays, not long-term plays. But I think for us to not be watching art blocks when they seem to consistently outperform uh, the market, uh, or at the very least kind of hold a lot of value, would be very dumb indeed. So um, I'm educating myself a lot more with that. Uh, thankfully, I do have a history in fine art, so it's not, it's not kind of completely out of the works why it's doing well. But yeah, I, I, I do need to understand who, who the buyers and stuff there are as well. So that's all for me. Uh, hello, Escobar. And uh, yeah, yeah. Hello. Awesome. Okay, well, thank you, everyone. This is going to be recorded. I'm going to get the recording over to Serial, so she will post it in the AMAs. Uh, and have yourself a wonderful weekend. Now, we were going to have the artist Vinnie Hager coming on WGMI. Uh, unfortunately, that is not the case. Uh, he's going to reschedule, I believe, for Monday or something, uh, speaking of generative art. Uh, so I will, yeah, there's no AMA now on WGMI for that.
So, you know, go back to your cooking and your knitting and uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye, everyone.